Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Listen and grow as Dell questions the status quo, encourages you to think differently, and empowers you to make a better life. Get ready as Dell challenges core beliefs, seeks the truth, and reveals the roadmap to the lifestyle you really want. And now your host, multi-millionaire, national award-winning investor, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Del Wamsley. Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Folks, let's talk about this concept of living a life of quiet desperation. Let's just think about this for a second. I've been doing this now for 33, 34 years, and I've helped a lot of people to overcome this frustrated point that they get to at some point in their life. You know, when you first start out, you think the world's your oyster. You've been told by everybody that, you know, you're going to go to work, you're going to get promotions, you're going to put money in a 401k, you're going to get married, you're going to raise your kids. Uh, life is going to get better and better and better and better. And then somewhere along the line, different ages for different people, and I've actually found that this is happening at a younger and younger age out there, is that people are realizing that, wait a minute, this fulfilling life that we've been promised isn't out there. It really isn't. So it's really sort of a slap in the face for young folks because their parents grew up in an age, in an era, where we were told that we had a really fulfilling life, that we were going to grow up and do something important with our lives, that we weren't going to work for the man for the rest of our life, that we were going to go out and you know retire if there was such a thing. Whereas the generation before, my dad's generation, they basically realized they were going to work until they die. There really was no retirement. Now, it's interesting, the generation before my dad's generation, uh, they basically decided to retire, and they could because they had pensions where companies, if you'd work for them for 30 or 40 years, they would, you know, put aside money and give you money to retire. And governmental agencies have retirement plans, and you could retire, like my uncle and my aunt are both retired teachers, so they have retirement plans. And then whatever they put in their 401k to save up and whatever the teacher's you know plan was, they're retired. And both of them you know, are in their 70s and 80s now, and it's just like, okay, it worked. But the generation after that that didn't get these pensions no longer have these guaranteed retirements, uh, didn't stay in the military long enough to get one, a full retirement package, didn't stay with the police long enough, you know, whatever governmental job you have, you didn't stay long enough to get the full retirement package. Those people that don't have those retirement packages are being forced to work. Now, what's happening is, is that we all know Social Security and Medicare are probably broke, and if they're not, they will be. I mean, it's a Ponzi scheme anyway. When you say broke, it's they're broke right now. It's just, can they? Is there enough people working to pay in Social Security and Medicare to float the boat for the people that are already drawing down on Social Security and Medicare? 
And the answer is, well, they tell us there is. and But they also say, well, it's not going to last for long. And then no political willpower is out there to do anything to change it, to rearrange the superstructure of how it works such that it will survive. Less and less people work, more and more people are drawing down, and cost of living is going up. So it's kind of a broken system. Then you look at the 401k concept. And the 401k concept was a way to get away from pensions because companies were going broke trying to keep up with the cost of living in pensions and so forth. And uh, so they decided to put you out on your own, give you a 401k and say, hey, look, you know, we'll match. In other words, we'll give you a little money uh, on some some of this stuff because, you know, we, we want to give you some type of retirement plan, but we can't guarantee it. And hence, the 401k isn't a guarantee. The stock market goes up and down, up and down, up and down. And if you hit it wrong, you can't retire. So what they've done is they've just kind of snuck it up on us on Social Security and Medicare that, hey, if you don't take your Social Security uh, until you're, you know, 70, then you'll get more. And if you don't take it in later, then you get more and so on and so forth. I got my Social Security report the other day. And it's interesting. They're really driving people to try to not take their Social Security until age 70. And, you know, that's going to go up 70, 72, 74, 70. It's, you know, whatever the the 70 is now the, the new 64, whatever it was when I was growing up. And people are living longer, too. So I guess it really works to keep working longer. But what you have to understand is, is that although we are living longer, so we can work longer, although Social Security is really kind of driving you to retire later, and you have the physical ability to retire later, even though that is the trend, what that trend is leaving out is the social and mental depravity of working late into your years. And I remember back, you know, when I was a kid and they were telling us all this and we were getting the story and how it was going to work, you know, that most people would retire by age 62 and you might extend it to 64 or 65. But I'm 66 years old. That means people should be done. Retired, right? They should be, everybody I know should be out, but they're not. So you start at 20 and you would work to 60 and you put in your 40 years, or you started at 25 after college, you worked to 65, you put in your 40 years, and then you're done. Except that's not happening anymore. Retirement's not available to people, or at least not under the conventional format that we've been studying, we've been taught, we've been told. So what I'm saying to you is, you know, I'm 67, no, I'm 66. I think I'm going to be 67 in a month or two. And I'll tell you what, I've been an athlete my whole life. I've been in fairly good shape since I was about 18 years old. I've been in, you know, very good shape for many years. But I've still been in very good shape up until about age 50 when I got cancer. And then my body and my physique started to decline. So... What I'm telling you is, just like I told you for the last 30 years of doing this, is that, hey, your fun, your excitement, your physical activity is best when you're young. 
So if you work through all of that and never get to enjoy life when you're young, being old isn't the same thing. I don't care what you say. I mean, you get guys my age and, you know, our exercise program is getting off the ground. If you know, you fall down on the ground, help, I can't get up. You know, you just practice getting up off the ground. Retirement is not an age. Retirement is not an amount of the money saved up in an account. Retirement is your ability to replace your stream of income with a passive stream of income. So let's say you had income inside of a 401k or an IRA. That's not realized. When you take it out, it's going to get taxed. And by the time you take it out, it might have gone back down again. So none of that is regular, reoccurring, realized income. Whereas the opposite of that is if you have some type of an asset that produces income, like a rental house or an apartment complex. And what is realizable means you got it and you can go spend it. You can live off of it, just like your paycheck. Regular, realizable, usable income. And until you have that, you can't retire. The second reason that you want to do it is because the income is tax-free. Or, if you want to be truly accurate, tax-deferred. Now, if I told you, if you understood how the tax system works, you could defer, 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 and then die, then you'd realize that you can defer it until you die and never pay it, which means it's tax-free. Um you say, well, doesn't your family have to pay it? No, actually, you can defer it to where your family doesn't even pay the taxes. So why is that important? Say, you know, getting out of taxes, why is that important? I'll tell you, because the taxes you pay are way larger than what you think. If you own your own business, you're paying not only income taxes, it range somewhere between 15 and 42%. You're also paying Social Security and Medicare, which is another 15.3%. With a state income tax, it could be anywhere from 4 to 12%. So if you add all those up, you realize you're somewhere between 40 and 60, 70% in tax. So let's just take the minimum type tax and say, okay, I work. I don't have a high income. I've got a low income. Well, you realize if you make $10,000 a month, you're only taking home $7,000 minus 401k uh, contributions and insurance contributions. But if you are actually out there earning any kind of money, you're not in the 15% tax bracket. You're in the 22 to 42% tax bracket. Now you're up there around 40% taxes, meaning you're only taking home 6,000 a month if you make 10. Now, heaven forbid you make the median income, which is about 5,000 a month, because then you're really taking home even less. <sighs> Let's say you're entrepreneurial you make good money. Now you're in the 40% tax bracket. You're paying Social Security and Medicare. You own your own business. You pay both sides. That's 15. Now you're in the 52%. And if you're in a tax state, you're paying between 4 and 12%. Now you're in the 60 70%. So just imagine, take all that away. And what does that mean to you? I'll tell you what it meant to me because I wasn't making a lot of money when I retired. I was working in a health club. I made about 70 grand a year 40 years ago, 35 years ago, which would probably be equivalent to 100 and I don't know, maybe 130 now, 150. I don't know what it'd be. Uh, but my take home from that 70 grand was only $3,500 a month. They said, well, man, that's not very much. I go, oh, no, exactly. It's not very much. 
So it was nothing for me to replace $3,500 a month of income. But the $3,500 a month is what allowed me to not get up and go to work every day. It paid my bills for me because of something called chunking. I build up enough different pieces of income to chunk my way to cover all my expenses. Um, and by the way, I made that term up. I heard a guy the other day using it on a Internet post. <laughs> the guy's an ex-student of mine. Now he's trying to be a teacher uh, and mentor. After he lost a bunch of his investors' money, he left here because we wouldn't let him stay because he wouldn't stay safe. He wanted to go out and do aggressive things, and he lost a bunch of money for his partners. And now he's back, and he's back because the marketplace is ripe again for buying real estate at very low prices. So he went out there and did it, lost his partner's money and lost his assets, and now he's back trying to do it again. That's not what we're talking about. What we're talking about is the third benefit of real estate is that you accumulate assets. So I've been accumulating assets for 35 years. And yes, I sell off some of my smaller assets and buy larger ones and rotate the assets in and out. One thing is just to keep them newer. I keep rotating out apartment complexes so that the mine, I have newer and newer and newer apartment complexes because they age. And so I rotate. But, you know, rent houses, a rent house that I had 10 years ago, or I didn't have a rent house 10 years ago, a rent house I might have had 30 years ago would still be a rent house. It's still there. And people are still making money off of it. So why is that important? Because I bought rent houses for 25000 bucks a piece. The median cost for a home right now in this country is $250,000, $300,000, depending on what state you live in. So you can't buy $25,000 houses anymore. And there's wealth. There's massive wealth accumulated. So as inflation occurs, as life goes on and just natural appreciation occurs, are you a part of it? Or are you left behind? I would suggest if you don't own assets, you're being left behind. We'll take a break. We'll be right back with the Del Wamsley Radio Show. And I'll show you why it's time to get rich. With a roadmap to creating the lifestyle you really want. Keep listening. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show returns in moments. What is Dell Wamsley, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, up to in today's market? I'm out there right now looking and buying everything I could get my hands on for a better deal. A better deal than what I could get it for a week before. And I'll just keep buying. I did that back in 2008. I bought a property worth $35,000 a door. I bought it for $26,000 a door. Next month or so, I bought the same age property. And I bought it for like $19,000 a door. But by buying at 26 when they were getting killed from 35 down to 26, buying at 26, let the broker know I was a buyer in a downward spiraling market. And so... From that point on, I bought three or four more. I can't remember exactly. I, mean, I think it was four more I bought from there. And the brokers were just bringing them to me. Go, look, you seem to be the only guy buying right now. Are you ready to take advantage of the wave of opportunity coming to those who know what they're doing? 
Join us for the free online workshop at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. You're hearing the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Want more life-changing knowledge? Access our podcast and listen on demand at lifestylesunlimited.com under the radio tab. Now your host, Dell Wamsley. Welcome back to Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Today we're discussing what it takes to actually retire and then adding in and sprinkling in a little bit of... Uh, reality of where the marketplace is, which is what we're going to start to sprinkle in right now. But the point I'm making here, I want to make this clear, is that two and a half years after I started investing in real estate, I retired at 34 years of age. Now, for the next 30 some odd, 35 years, I've had Lifestyles Unlimited to help people and mentored people and spent time doing it. But really... I do whatever I want to do and spend time doing whatever I want to do, where I want to do it, with whom I want to do it, and so forth. But what gives me that freedom is passive streams of income. Um, if you don't have those passive streams of income, then you can't do that. But one step further, what has also happened is because I've accumulated assets and those assets are real, hard assets, real estate, for example, those assets have accumulated in net value, and they grow and continue to grow. So that my base that my income comes from is larger and stronger every year. And it's because the base gets larger and stronger every year, I'm able to earn more income every year without struggling to earn more income. You see a lot of guys out there on the Internet, and I'll just make this point for those of you that, that happen to be, you know, watchers of and reviewers of this whole new genre of people that are on the Internet. A lot of guys have been members here. They made money in real estate. They built the passive income up, and then they got tired of doing it the right way, being ethical, so forth being safe. They wanted everything. I want it now. I want it all. I want to be a billionaire. So bad, you know, and all these guys think that, okay, let's see where all the people that I am be at. And they're all on the internet and they're all doing internet marketing. And the concept is if you see my face enough, if I get your attention, I'm going to be able to make money from that. That's the new way to make money. So does it work? Yes, it does. You get out there and you do podcasts every single day. Uh, you do YouTube videos every single day. You do whatever Instagram videos every single day. You set yourself up a little room in your house and it's like your little studio and you go through and do this every day. And eventually you have enough views, enough followers that you can sell stuff to them. Now, some of these real estate guys are selling people on coming and investing with them. And the reason they do it that way is because they can't get those investments through lifestyles any longer because the people at lifestyles require, if you're going to be a part of our group, that you follow some rules and that you are ethical and that you don't take massive risks. 
And the people that have left lifestyles that are out there doing these YouTube videos are taking massive risks. And let me explain to you what this is going on. Almost, in fact, every single one of these guys that are on the Internet have lost deals and or in the process of losing deals. And what happened was, is that I told people for the last three or four years, do not buy adjustable rate mortgages. I've never bought an adjustable rate mortgage. I've always looked at real estate as a long-term investment. Now, the loans you get are 30-year loans amortized over 30 years. But what happens is, is that you may pay the thing off and sell that asset. You may refinance to get some money out tax-free. So these loans come and go and come and go. But never do I put myself in a situation, nor one of my investors that I mentored were put in a situation where they had an adjustable rate mortgage that could go against them. So here recently, when the Fed decided there was too much inflation and they jumped the interest rates up, some of these people, and not all of them, but some of these people, and mostly it's the egomaniacal, aggressive, you know, something for nothing, that people that are out there that just want more and more and more and more, faster, faster, faster. These people are the ones that did the adjustable rate mortgages so that they could buy more real estate with lower interest rates. And now it's all turned against them. And they're stuck. And these interest rates have gone back up to points where they're really high, almost double what they bought in at in some cases. And they're stuck. The properties they own don't cash flow anymore. And so they can't make their mortgage payments. Now, some people are putting more money in to try to feed them and losing their partner's money. Other people are just throwing their arms up in the air and going, well, I've already lost my partner's money. I might as well just go ahead and dump those deals and go get new partners. You know, these people, they're, they're wasted. Let's go get some new partners and let's do a new deal. And the new people coming off the Internet are too naive to even go look and see if these guys have lost deals or are in the process of losing deals. They're just listening to them and believing them because once you're famous on the Internet, once you've built up this clientele, people believe anything you say. And they're not doing the due diligence necessary to find out that these guys are losing other partners' money. They say, well, why is it a good time to buy then, Dell, if all this is going on? Because all of these people bought at the wrong time with the wrong set of interest rates. Now, some people bought during that same time, and they had the right financing available on it, and the deals are still live. They're still good. Now, if you don't have an adjustable interest rate, then your mortgage didn't go up on you, right? It's not happening to you. And so there's lots of people like myself who own real estate that it's not a problem at all, period, none. And we just keep making more money. Yes, costs like taxes, insurance go up, but so do rents. And so they inflate, but there goes the value of the property. It inflates also. But what's happened now is that properties that would not appraise could not be financed under normal conventional financing terms, and the prices that they paid for them are now coming back on the market because they can't refinance them. The loans are running out, and they can't refinance them for two reasons. One, because the debt-to-income ratio won't allow them the amount of debt they put on the property. They're going to have to lower the debt, which means they're going to have to bring money to the loan 
to pay the loan down to be able to refinance. The second reason is the interest rates are so much higher than what they were when they bought the place. Even if they refinance, the interest rates is too high for it to cash flow. So it won't cash flow unless you pay off the debt. Leaving these people in a situation where they either have to go to the partners and say, let's put in twice the money. I looked at one deal where the partners have to put in twice the money that they already put in to be able to save the deal. Now, those deals are hitting the market. And they've just started hitting the market because these adjustable rate mortgages are just starting to run out. So over the next 12 to 24 months, it's going to get rampant. That's what's happening right now. Musical chairs, people are running around in circles, trying to get out of these deals. Well, on the multifamily angle, it's like, wow, these guys that had paid 50 million, losing it for 30 million, we're going to buy it for 30 million or less. And I actually, this weekend, I, I guarantee you, I went to three different properties that this was occurring. I literally went to three different properties that the sellers were selling for less than what they had paid to buy the property just a few years ago, two, three years at the most. So what happens? Well, if we can make that instant captured equity, you know, remember, it's already sold for that amount. The reason it's down is not because it's empty. In fact, two of the ones I went to look at, I know were 90s plus 97% occupied. Um, one of them I didn't actually get in and see what the occupancy was, but it looked great, looked fine. Uh, the guy that owns it I know is a good operator, so it's probably running fine. But he just purchased it wrong, and now he's going to lose his partner's money because he was too aggressive. And if you ask him, he would be first to say, well, everybody did the same thing, and it was the right thing to be doing, and the Fed messed us all up, and it's Chairman Powell's problem, and his reason, he's killing us. And No, 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 no. It's, you know. Chairman Powell's doing what he's got to do to keep inflation down. It's you that overpaid and created the inflation. You overpaid. And so now what happens is you get to get in. By the way, I think the Fed meets again today. They're going to probably raise interest rates again. I think they said they're going to do it one more time. So interest rates are not going back down right now. They're going to keep going up, at least in the near future, and then sustain that for a while before they'd ever go back down. So these deals are going to, what it's going to do, it's going to clear out all these overpaid, overpriced real estate deals. And it's going to adjust the market back down to reality. So if you imagine, I got into real estate in 87 when real estate was selling for 50000 a house and I started buying them for twenty five. There was a reset. And I got rich off of it instantly. And now there's going to be a reset again. And all these apartments, all these houses, these prices are going down. Now, by the way, in the rent house market that we're buying, the prices actually aren't going down. They're just available because people can't finance them. And so you can get them for lower prices. But the actual prices are not going down. I said that wrong. They're not going down in price. It's just you can buy them and still make tons of money because people are losing them because they're upside down on some of these deals. So the multifamily deal, mm, there's going to be just blood in the streets here. And if you're in there, educated, ready to go, that's why you need to get in here, get set up, get started, learn, get educated. If you're there and ready to go. When the blood in the streets occurs, you're going to gain five to 10 years worth of 
instant equity that other people had paid for and lost. You're going to get instant equity. Now think about what that means for your 10-year plan, your 20-year plan, your 30-year plan. When you start out five or 10 years in advance, I'll tell you what it's going to mean. It means you're going to hit that millionaire mark much sooner. And for the people that are around in 2008, 2009, 2010 with me, they know what I'm talking about. 200, 300% returns. Unbelievable stuff. And this is just the beginning. Just like in 2008, I was buying $50,000 properties for $26,000 and eventually down to $8,000. A door. Now, my friends, it started again. My only question is, do you want to be a part of it? Remember, it's not the money. It's the lifestyle. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day. Listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Want more of Dell's unconventional wisdom? Go to lifestylesunlimited.com and click the radio tab. Listen to past shows, hear podcasts on demand, and find out how you can change your life today. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show is part of the Lifestyles Unlimited Radio Network. The information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.